listening to a 10-7 audio cast. We are here today for a team member interview with Yvonne Stegich, founder and president of 10-7. I'm Jonathan Freed, account happiness manager at 10-7. Hello, Yvonne. Hello, Jonathan. Welcome back. Thank you. It's great to be back after some time off. I bet you it is. Well, I'm here today with the privilege of interviewing you for the staff interview, uh, as opposed to the other way around. Yeah, right. So we'll go ahead and get started right away. Let's do it. Uh, why don't you tell us a bit about the history of 10.7 and specifically what you were doing prior to startup? Before I started 10.7, uh, I was working for another startup company. It was a software company that's uh, since been acquired, and they were in the property abstract and title business. I was an infrastructure manager there. I was a technical lead and I spent a lot of time away from my wife and my kids and kind of worked myself silly. And I decided that it was time to take a break, especially with my two kids being so young. And I decided to stay at home and figure out what my next step was going to be. And that was in, I believe, February or March of 2007. And I sat around at home for a little while. We had some savings. We, it was right before the 2008-2009 property crisis and the market collapse in April of 2007. Together with a designer, we pitched the Basilica of St. Mary on redoing their website. And we won that as a contract. I created an LLC in April of 2007. And kind of just started 10.7 by mistake, honestly. I was looking for something to do that I wasn't going to be working for someone else, mostly because I felt like I could do something with my own hands and with my own brain that, that didn't really need another company to help me with. And so I partnered with Eddie Hoffmeister from Hoffmeister Design, and we did this website. And as they say, the rest is history. Why did you decide to strike out on your own in such a crowded marketplace? It is quite <laughs> crowded, yes. I don't know that it was a conscious decision. I mean, I think if I had ever thought about how many different freelancers and agencies there were out in the market, I maybe would have been a little discouraged and maybe wouldn't have done it. I did feel like the thing that 10.7 had that others didn't, you know, 10 years ago was attention to detail. And so our... Our original slogan or tagline was uh, pixel perfect representations of your designs in email and on the web. And the idea was we were a technology outfit that worked with designers who were very picky about their designs and got their designs exactly implemented to the pixel in web browsers of all kinds. And that was... That was kind of the mindset back then. Um, there really wasn't a whole lot of attention to user experience. There wasn't a whole lot of attention to what the client wanted. And it was mostly just, let's get what we have in designs up on the web. And that was say, certainly a significant, uh, I thought, competency that we had, that I had at the time, that others didn't. When I first started, I kind of looked to see what we were going to standardize on. And I say we because we're we now, and I always thought of us as being more than just one person. And so I looked at WordPress, I looked at Drupal, I looked at Joomla, I built a site in each one of them myself. 
And based on the community that Drupal had at the time and that still exists today, it felt like a no-brainer that Drupal would be the choice that we would specialize in. I didn't want 10.7 to be kind of a jack-of-all-trades. I've always felt that you have to be expert in something and really ply your expertise so that you can get really excellent. And so we're a Drupal shop now. We have been for almost 10 years. We've built one Joomla site in our history. We haven't built a WordPress site for a client, for a paying client. It was more of a project. Um, but all the other sites have been Drupal ever since 2007. Why don't you give us a snapshot of what your day looks like, the myriad of tasks that you perform? <laughs> yeah. Now my days look very different than they did a year ago, five years ago, and 10 years ago. So when I first started, it was I did everything from writing the code to managing the project to doing the customer service to doing strategy to doing business development and getting new clients. And as I was able to hire people, parts of those items have fallen off my plate. And as you alluded to at the beginning, I, I did take a little bit of an extended vacation and 10.7 ran just fine without me. So the first six months of this year were really an exercise in getting everything that was on my plate previously off of my plate. My days usually start by logging into Slack, looking at um, any of the issues that have come up during the day. I also log into my email and look at new email, as any professional does these days. I used to attend the stand-ups, but I don't attend those anymore, so there are really no issues that I need to triage um, or be concerned about. I spend time looking at Slack and you know, dealing with any issues that might need some sort of strategic uh, decision-making or guidance or something that maybe is a standard that we haven't set up internally yet. Usually it's processing email. I also spend a fair amount of time looking and reviewing documents, contracts that, as you know, you are managing with our clients and signing those. And then I have a, a paper pad that I use to keep track of kind of the high level items to do items that need to be done. So I'm usually looking at those. In the past, I would be looking at invoices during the day as well, making sure that we're invoicing everyone the appropriate hours. Towards the end of the month, I'm typically reviewing the hours that are being prepared to be invoiced for clients. Lunch usually happens between 11 and 1. Sometime during that day, I kind of take a break and walk downstairs to the kitchen and try to figure something out. And then the latter half of the afternoon, again, I'm kind of triaging, but I'm also thinking about what we're going to be doing for new clients, new markets. Uh, recently, I've been kind of thinking about what the strategic direction of 10.7 should be. Spent a fair amount of time planning that workshop that we had earlier in the year and um, talking to various um, business owners and HR people in the Twin Cities. I'm going to be spending some time at the Yonder Conference in October. So, I mean, I don't have a typical day. I think that's true probably for you as well. It's probably less true for, for the devs. They all usually have their own routine and it's more issues re related and project related, whereas my attention is spread across many things. I've always felt that the key to top-notch leadership is delegation and the ability to delegate. And the fact that you just came back from a month-long sabbatical 
which was awesome. And we are doing a awesome. cast about that. Uh, the fact that you came back and still had a business is a, is a, <laughs> a great indication of how well you do delegate. So I can definitely uh, point out to that. Thank you for the compliments. And it's also a, a testament to the people that work at 10.7 for not needing the, the overseeing uh, micromanagement or, or some sort of bossy you know, owner of the company to be checking in to see what's going on and making sure that things are done. We're all adults and everybody's, everybody's worried about our clients and all the work that we have. And it was, it was wonderful to be able to, to take time off and not to have to worry about that. Yeah, we enjoyed it as well. We did. Enjoy the responsibility and having it turn out effectively. For our last question, why don't you tell us about your favorite part of the day and why it is your favorite? Well, if you, and I know you're familiar with DISC and the DISC analysis, I'm on, the, on a part of the circle that really enjoys interaction with humans. And so I'm partially extroverted, although I do have my um, introverted times as well. My best parts of the day are using Zoom and doing video conferencing. So this interview, I love the staff meeting this morning we had. I love that. And then looking at Slack and interacting with folk online, that's probably number two. So if there's ever an excuse to have a Zoom because of you know, something technical or something detailed that needs to be discussed in Zoom, or that was in Slack that should be discussed in Zoom. I'm all over that. I, I really enjoy this time. And then meeting with clients and having lunch with clients and listening to what their problems are and trying to come up with solutions. I really enjoy the problem solving as well. You really enjoy the one-on-ones. I do. <laughs> and I think all of us as do. And do you want to talk about those a little bit? Sure. So we have one-on-ones every month on a, on a Thursday. I think it's the third Thursday of the month. I spend from one in the afternoon to five in the afternoon with everyone at 10.7, and we spend up to half an hour talking about whatever the agenda is that each individual has. So it's kind of my time to hear what people are thinking, how it's going, any successes or challenges that people have had, listening to what people might be looking forward to, either personally or professionally. Very rarely do issues come up. Uh, in those one-on-ones that are like team-based or 10-7 based. Usually we take care of those ahead of time. But I do enjoy those one-on-ones. It is mentally taxing to do them sometimes. Towards the end of the day, I'm kind of spent. But I think we've we figured out a good time of the month and a good regular process to go with. I think we do too. It keeps us in touch. And I think that really helps everybody in the long run. I think it does. Well, Yvonne, I want to thank you so much for your time and sharing your story today. That brings us to the end of this audio cast. Please visit us at 107.com and keep an eye out on the 107 blog for future audio casts. This is Jonathan Freed, and thank you for listening.